0: Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use code SHANNON. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHANNON. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. In New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY to 467 369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See draftkings.com/sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at slash basketball terms. I am <laughs> the diamond ring wearing, Rolex wearing,
3: limousine riding, private jet flying, kids stealing, wheeling, dealing. Woo, son of a gun that's having a hard time. holding these gators down. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> all my life, been grinding all my life. Sacrifice, hustle, pay the price. Want a slice, got the roll of dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all my life, yeah. all my life, been grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle pay the price, want a slice, got to roll of dice, that's why, all my life, I've been grinding all
0: my life. Hello, welcome to another edition of Club Shay, Shay I'm your host Shannon Sharp, I'm also the proprietor of Club Shay Shay, the guy that's stopping by for conversation and a drink today is world renowned. He's arguably the greatest professional wrestler of all time. He's been wrestling for over 50 years. The most decorated, celebrated world champion in sports entertainment history. A 16-time world champion. The only man to be a two-time WWE Hall of Fame inductee. An international icon. A limousine ride. Jet flying. Kid stealing. Wheeling. Son of a gun. Woo! That's your boy, Red Flair. It's <laughs> good, man. Thank How you doing? Great. Man, we got a toast. This is, our, this is my cognac. Okay. Now, I don't know if you drank cognac, but I got to toast. I, I don't, but I'll have some with you. <laughs> and we were telling y'all, cameraman, my grandfather used to drag us around the little small country towns before everybody knew who Ric Flair was. Oh, and that's when we fell in love with wrestling. Thank you. So it is an honor, and indeed honor, and a huge pleasure of mine to have you in this establishment. Well, I'm honored Thank you for to be coming in. Thank you. Huge fan of How have you been? I've been great. You, you, you were telling me earlier... Um, You've had some medical issues the last several years. 2017 was 2017 rough. was a pretty rough year. Tell us what happened.
3: Um. Well, it actually goes back to 2015. I was um, I had a bad stomach ache, mm-hmm. from, but it came back and forth, right? And finally one day I woke up and it was it really hurting me bad. So Wendy took me to the emergency room, my wife, and uh, they were operating on me and. Ten minutes, I'm ruptured appendix. Oh man! So you know the deal with the hospital, right? If you, if you can't get out of there by five o'clock, they're gonna check in, right? right. I know, I know, know the real well. <laughs> so <laughs> I like the outpatient stuff, right. right? So at five o'clock, they were gonna keep me. And I said, guys, I'm getting up. So I just got up, took the IV, took 20, ten steps, and I got a hernia. Oh. Right. So then, bingo, fixed that. But while they were doing that they nicked my bowel for which caused bowel obstruction mm-hmm. so that was as a nightmare right that's one of the most i've learned through just mm-hmm. experience that's one of the most horrifying things you're gonna do so it's one in a million literally one in a million that it will ever happen again but i was drinking with a guy from dallas in tampa at a bar and the next thing I know, I woke up 31 days later. I have ICU for, I mean, ICU for 31 days. Wow. Um, life support for 13 days. My intestine completely ruptured. I was septic. Uh, um, total kidney failure. Um, pneumonia and uh, respiratory heart failure. Wow. Yeah. And I, and I...
0: You don't remember any of that?
3: None. And I had no memory when I finally woke up, I had no memory. My memory went forward, but I had no memory of my past for six months. Wow. Yeah. Strange, right? And now I'm... Healthy as a whore. Yeah.
0: I feel <laughs> great. I mean, it's amazing. We hear these great stories about your wrestling days and your partying in Buckhead. Mm-hmm. How were you able, because that's... <laughs> <laughs> How were you able, because wrestling is such a taxing sport how are you able to party all night and still do what you're doing in the ring
3: um i don't know it, <laughs> i i call it god's gifts and I don't i never missed a workout either you know we wrestled twice on saturday twice on sunday um i don't know i just i i like it it's like um i don't snort cocaine i never have I've eaten a few Xanax over the years on <laughs> <laughs> international flights, but I don't right. do any drugs, no right. painkillers. I haven't had any surgeries, which is a miracle in itself. No, no, knee. no knee surgery, no hip? No, no knees, no hips, A no couple pain. of
0: back, back surgery.
3: None. None? None. I broke my back in an airplane crash. You knew that, right? Well, yeah. Yeah. No, and uh, the guy told me I be, wouldn't be able to walk at 45. I don't even have any, any pain at all. I'm ready. Wow. Yeah, and uh, a crack C5 in my neck. And that's back before the technology was such a... You, you what just, is this now? My yeah. lat got smaller my left arm, but that's all.
0: Did the what were some of your favorite spots in Buckhead? Oh, God, I can't remember. The name They're probably anymore. not even open uh, anymore.
3: Um, oh, gosh. Um, I'm trying to think. You're, what, 55? I'm 55. 55, yeah. I, did, I Googled the other day. <laughs> you just so damn entertaining, you're just me, man. Because <laughs> I mean,
0: back then, yeah. you and I was talking on camera, yeah. wrestling was very regional. You had Georgia Championship yeah. Wrestling, you had Florida Championship Wrestling, mm-hmm. the Mid-Atlantic so Champions- Championship Wrestling. Florida was a rough run, <laughs> no sleep. <laughs> Because, see, yeah. I remember you and, like, the Dusty Rhodes yeah. and all those guys. Mr. Yeah. Wrestling, number two. Yeah. Pac Song. You know, all those guys sure. coming through. And, like yeah. my, like I said, my grandfather, we'd go into yeah. Vaxley. Yeah. We'd go into Vidalia. The yeah. Savannah Civic Center.
3: The Anderson's. Yeah, um, yeah, yes,
0: yes. yes,
3: yes. Course, yeah, Savannah Civic Center was a great. <laughs> that was our, our double shot of it. Yes, we'd, yes. We'd work like... Um, charlotte uh like at a three o'clock show and then drive to i think it's 200 miles to savannah mm-hmm. for charlotte something like that mm-hmm. right yep it's 100 to columbia and 100 more savannah correct yeah. and uh yeah savannah is great and of course i have that great um um saint Patrick's day yes St. yes, St. yes day there it is. Is it's fun. a big
0: thing right on river street yeah, yes i'm
3: sure you've been there <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's amazing right you wouldn't think but yeah. i think mm-hmm. um yeah so i mean, i just love savannah right but um yeah we wrestled there and it was a great Venue for us, always, almost always sold out.
0: Yep. How how did you become so popular with the rappers? Because you look at Offset, Rick Flair, Drip, Killer Mike put you on a track, Pusha T. It's like, how did you become so popular with the rap culture?
3: I don't know. I mean, like I'm a, literally, I'll probably see Snoop while I'm out here mm-hmm. um, if he's in town. I, I think because I wore jewelry and all that, mm-hmm. and the, like that the drip thing came from the jewelry, right? And, I was wearing jewelry like Snoop said that was bling for it. bling. Was
0: bling. Was bling. <laughs> right. Yeah. So when I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you and your style, you came in with the robes, with the feathers mm-hmm. and you were talking. I mean, you were really the first one that had the flair. You had that. You had, as they say, the drip. You had the swag. Mm-hmm. That's what they call it. Swag. Yeah. You had that. Mm-hmm. How Did you know that like this is what I'm going to be?
3: Yeah, yeah, I did, but I didn't know how to get there. Right. That make sense, and then it's a learning process. like right. there, it's like going through school. You just you feel it, and it, it doesn't happen every day. I mean, right if you don't if you don't really feel the character, right you, you can't you can't pull it off. Right, and I like I grew up. All I could think about was Joan Amos, three hundred girls a senior <laughs> year. <of college. laughs> I mean, that, that, that's what my role model right? Right. And I got to meet Will Chamberlain, and I mean, I just, I just, I was just, you know, by the way, what an athlete he is. Yeah. I, I text Stephen A. one day, we're talking about the world's greatest
0: athlete, and he's, Stephen A. said to me, I'm not putting him over, Russell beat him every time they played. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you, because if I'm not mistaken, I think Buddy Rogers was the first nature yes, absolutely. And then you came along, How did, so how did that go? Did you ask him, hey, Buddy, do you mind if I use the no, name? No,
3: no, it's great, No. George God gave me the idea, Uh, and apparently he asked Buddy. But I did meet Buddy. So Buddy, he really was. He did dress, he tan, a great physique, Mm -hmm. much better than mine. He came walking in the locker room in Greensboro. He looked at me, walked over, and said, "Buddy Rogers, kid, remember one thing." There's only one diamond in this business, and you just met
0: him. <laughs> Hence, diamonds are forever. Right. Yeah. When. I,
3: yeah, he was he was slick, man.
0: Right. The way that you lived in the '70s, obviously, the money in wrestling is not wasn't then what oh, it is now. Oh no, gosh. But you couldn't tell Ric Flair that because no, you uh, lived. Yeah. <laughs>
3: 200 pairs of alligator shoes of Bruce Friedman's. Wow. You've been, you've been a
0: Friedman's, I have, I, 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 right I, down I, Mitchell Street. Everybody has. And, but, yes. How much money has Bruce got, my God? <laughs> well, I mean, if you if you were in the entertainment business, or yeah. a basketball player, and need all Everybody inside, came through there, yeah. They did. They did. Yeah. So what made you decide to take on that persona? How did you perfect that persona? I,
3: I, I felt it. I mean, I just, I, everyone, I was, ever since I was a kid, I just wanted to be... I wanted to stand out, and clothing was a way of standing out, being a good athlete was a way of standing out, being real smart in school was a way. I, 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 obviously, I wasn't real smart in school, I'm, I 13 years in high school. <laughs> so. Uh, that was rough, too. The good news is uh, you're going to stay another year so.
0: When did you realize that wrestling, because I read you were pretty good in sports, but did you think wrestling was going to be your ticket to stardom and fandom?
3: No, never.
0: Oh, so how did you get I'd into
3: Boston. it? I, well, because I went to Minnesota on, on a football scholarship. Right. And I didn't predict. We all know the word predict means, right? right. And actually, all you had to do was go to class there. You know, back then, right? Check in and walk out the door, right? Right. Um, and uh, but I got in a fraternity and that two-mile walk and thirty below zero weather. It was the minute I got into that fraternity house, it was over for me. I lived there for a year after, but after I was out of
0: school. Right. And my parents thought I was still in school. Right. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're from Minnesota. Yes. Born and raised, raised on a farm. What, so, so obviously, if you're on a farm, you got to work. You can no no, 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 no. I wasn't raised on a farm. You weren't raised. My
3: dad was a do- doctor. Doctor in time. My, okay. my dad, my dad made me work. Worked on a on farm. A- okay. Every summer to, to just he learned. To, I had to learn how to use Working. every tool, everything. And he had a friend, right, who had a farm in Southern Minnesota, and I spent a month there baling hay. And I, my dad just wanted me to learn how to do everything. Right. But the first week I made a thousand dollars. I don't. I haven't even attempted to start a lawnmower again. <laughs> I, I won't. I won't sweep before. You, so what? So, if, it, if it's a, if it's viable and, and it doesn't involve, I'm not changing a light bulb. Right. I'm not doing all that anymore. If somebody else can
0: do it, you're gonna let them do it. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, so this wrestling thing. I mean, you get the bug early on did you think wrestling was going to be because like i said it's so regional did you think it was going to morph into what it became no
3: i had no idea i don't think anybody did but it's so awesome that it has and it's it's now it's i mean i think a lot of sports and you you know you 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 grew up on i think a lot of sports take a lot of what we've done in in, as far as entertainment like the nba all-star game or the Anything, all the All Star, the Super Bowl, all the, because the WrestleMania. If you look at WrestleMania, and the production values of shows like that, right? All the stuff, the glamour, the glitz. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, all. I think everybody's picked that up from the WWE. Right. WWF, WWE. But.
0: How did? How long did it take you to perfect the Ric Flair to be able to talk on cue, to be able to have the 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 catchphrase, the sayings, and to to be able to be what you, you became. Know, you know where I got that?
3: I, actually, I got that driving. Where we we used to drive 3,000 3, miles a week, right? And listen, listening to songs at night, drinking beer, driving on the road. Just different stuff right. caught, it caught on with me. I was a huge fan of Chuck Berry. And right. got, yeah. Um Just, um, I don't know. It's, I, I I just, I call it a gift. Right. Um, very few people get it, right? right? But I, you know, and I had a lot, a lot of energy. To so this day, I still do. I just. I feel great. Did the promoters 70, always 74, did seventy
0: four I feel phenomenal. Seventy four. Mm-hmm. And you had your last wrestling match, what, two a year ago? Last year, July. You done? Done. <laughs> you, you done no, but I, I, I'm done physically but, but right here I can, mentally you feel you can still do I, it I, I, yeah. but the body just won't let you do it anymore well the body will but they won't
3: <laughs> <laughs> number one you don't want to see the body right I'm going to wear a shirt okay right. the cosmetic issues were completed they were rough to begin with but after the surgery Shannon right. the, the cosmetic issues I wouldn't take my shirt out in front of my wife
0: <laughs> right now <laughs> A part of your gift was trash talking. You once told someone, "My shoes are worth more than your house." Yeah, <laughs> I spent more money on run one road than guys spent in five years. I spent more money on spilled liquor and bars <laughs> on one side of the world than you've ever made. No, once it the than you made last year. Than you made last year. <laughs> yeah. How how did you come up with that? I mean, you just sitting around like, okay, what can I, I say? That's where they got It just rolled out. It just rolled
3: out. I've just been around so long, and around so many cool people. You know, you, you hang around with cool people, you you, you learn things. Right. I just a little bit from everybody. Even today, um, I'll meet I'll meet a guy. And I'll think, God, this is really cool. You know, I mean, and it's pretty hard to impress me right now. Right. I mean, you've seen Stephen Stephen A impersonate me in that. <laughs> I mean, what what greater honor is there? Right. Than to have a guy as legendary as him. Right. Um, impersonate you, like when he came to Tampa for the Dallas game. Right. And, uh, well, he's, having, he's struggling with Dallas this year, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Dallas look like they're doing pretty good <laughs> things. Yeah, they look year. great. But, so when you started this, did the pro, because it seems to me like the really good wrestlers like they really have an outstanding personality mm-hmm. and they outshine you look at yourself you look mm-hmm. at yourself you look at the rock you look mm-hmm. at the john cena's mm-hmm. you look at the guys that not only were great wrestlers they branched off yes. went to the movie aspect was that something that was 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 promoted did they want you to be
3: or? no no I had, I had a chance to do a movie with the ryan pictures a guy approached me out here when i was wrestling at the forum in the 80s okay and they wanted me to do a james bond character movie, but the money I was going to make, number one, I'd have to take three months off. And back then, you know, we didn't have a guaranteed contract. So right. You, you went to work or you didn't get you paid. You didn't get paid. Yeah. Correct. So I'd have to lose the world championship, you know, go make $230,000 on a movie or in the in hope that it did well. Does that make sense? So right. I just, uh, I think I made the right choice because I just stayed with wrestling. And, uh, I you know, I've
0: never looked back. So you don't look back, and you see the money that The Rock is making. You see what yeah. he became. You look at John Cena. Uh, oh well, I like it, but I, I don't think I. I don't think
3: I'm, I was made for that. Right. I mean, those guys, you know, they all look. You know, the grits and glamour that's there, but like The Rock gets up at four o'clock in the morning. Yes. Every day. Yes. And John's the same way. Mm-hmm. They don't miss a workout. Right. And then it's all day long. Right. Take, retake, take. Even when I make commercials now. Mm-hmm. After an hour, sometimes I'll look at a guy directing the thing because it's always, now they have these two or three directors, right? right? I'll go, guys, one of you make the decision because I'm only, at like, 5 o'clock, I'm leaving. Right. Yeah, I'm going to get a drink. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know how those guys do it, but they, they're they successful. And, and geez, Dwayne is just in, a, in another place. Yeah.
0: unbelievable. Yeah. So when when you started this and you, and it, you started the your persona. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the cameras really came into effect and they started putting you guys on television. Mm-hmm. And that's kinda kinda like when the Ric Flair really, really yeah. took off. Yes. When people could actually see you. Yeah. Not just in the ring, but they could hear you also. T V S. yeah, Yeah. That yeah. took off. So how do you like, okay, I'm on. Did you know you were on the, did you know you were on to something?
3: Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I felt it. I just you know, and then I, someone said you ever been? Uh, actually, I'm good friends with Pete Rose, right? Okay. So, Pete said, "You know, they to buying the shoes over at, Friedman's, right?" So, I went over there with him and Ozzy Smith one day, and they they spent they spent forty thousand dollars on shoes. Wow! With Ozzy, Dave Parker, right. whatever I can remember, and and uh, Pete, and I spent like three grand. But you know, I mean, those alligator shoes. That,
0: that's, <laughs> was, so you got a pair. They got like ten pairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get the starter kit. Right. So when, when you talk about Trash Talkers, because you're one of the greats, so who would you put on your Mount Rushmore of Trash Talkers? Ali, Mayweather, uh, Deion Sanders, The Rock, Michael Jordan? Who who would be on your Mount Rushmore of Trash Talkers?
3: Well, I am such a fan of Deion Sanders, but Dion's De- calmed it down. Yeah, he has, yeah. Vintage Deion, yes. man, I mean, oh The playing
0: Dion in Atlanta. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, I mean, I understand why I need to, I mean, I, I,
4: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: But obviously, Muhammad Ali, you know, um, um, trash talkers. I'm trying to think myself. You know, it's hard to talk trash because some, you know, number one, you have to people have got to be thick skinned. Yes, because it's 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 not real, right. Like you're trying to make trying to make people you try, mad. Yeah, you try so, to make people mad. You're trying to sell an event. you try, trying to sell tickets. Right. No. And so, and back then, why? I didn't go over and say I'm going to say this about you. you I'm know, like, like, a,
0: so they had no idea that you were going to say what you were never, saying. Never,
3: no. And and with with me and Dusty, it was whoever went first went last. <laughs> and I made him a deal one day. I said, okay, you go. So we're not going to argue about this because right. he could he could really talk. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The american, dream. He's the american dream brother he may be the most gifted roddy piper would yeah yeah yes so roddy piper ollie dusty rhodes dion i mean those all those guys that i look i looked up to and i mean right. the, the, a couple of them were, well, Roddy's my age would be would have been my age right dusty a couple years older but i mean those guys were great and dion my god <laughs> I remember he was on that show when he talked about LT sending the girls. you remember that?
0: Oh, yeah, you're talking about he was on a, uh, the uh, NFL Network.
3: Yeah, no, no. and he said, um, he said, uh, the, the boomer, science Center. Said, oh, you well, on I, CBS. Yeah, he, yeah. I said, uh, don't tell me okay, that, that LT didn't send you one, too. <laughs> You've heard those stories, right? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I, I remember,
0: and I, I remember. And, I, and I know LT really well, I'm yes. sure you do. Are you. Are you surprised by how many famous people know Ric Flair, rock with Ric Flair? Because it seems like everybody, they get the same, like, like when I saw you, because this is my first time meeting you, but I grew up watching you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of famous people and celebrities, athletes, entertainers, rappers, get the same impression that I got when I met you.
3: (laughs) Just a regular guy. Where we going tonight?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But because it seems like like you said, you've been in this business for over 50 years. Yes. And anybody that's my age that watched, you're the rec- most recognizable. Now, probably you and Andre are the most, because Andre was uh, such a massive yeah. of a man. I saw him one time in my life, and when you're 6, 7 years old, and you see somebody that's, you're like, that's the biggest man I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah. But you're so recognizable. You can't think of professional wrestling without mentioning you. Well, I'm glad. I, I, I'm honored to say that.
3: Are you? I, I've just been lucky enough to live to live longer. I mean, I think the fact that I didn't do a lot of drugs, obviously, right. I drank a lot. That's documented over right. and over again. But um, you know, drinking's not illegal. And, and <laughs> you know, I keep telling people all the time. They tell me that I have a, like a drinking problem. Right. I'll say if, at 74. Let's say I'm, I'm a regular guy. I'm retired, right? And I go play golf all day. And, and drink all day on the golf course then I go to the clubhouse afterwards which is the way the, way the day works right. gamble play cards drink some more go home you're just a regular guy right you go to the bar at 5 o'clock stay at 9 o'clock you're an alcoholic <laughs> <laughs> I mean right does, does that's, that, that's, that,
0: yeah. that's how they perceive but it that,
3: that's way that, that's right. the way
0: the, the uh, our, our cultural right. perceives it right you mentioned something you said like I've never done drugs mm-hmm. you're 74 years old I've done Xanax yeah. Xanax but a lot of guys mm-hmm. that were younger than you mm-hmm. have gone on. What? 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 Why? Because they the,
3: the. I think it applies to all sports, but to our sport particularly, because of the fact that we never had a day off. They don't understand the word moderation. So hypothetically, steroids, right? Mm-hmm. Well, if I take one cc of test. One cc of DECA, right? Mm-hmm. And I look like this. Well, I might, I should take two, right? <laughs> it, it. It. Everything's a moderation. Right. It's like now I'm in the cannabis business, right? But mm-hmm. I, I. can take two or three hits, right? Right. But I can't smoke with, with Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who can. I don't know who can. Or Snoop. Or Snoop. My God, <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. And, and I mean, so, and it's like now when, I, when we're selling the edibles, like the edibles, the edibles. Got me off the Xanax, right? But you know, if I have a bad day, I still jump on a Xanax. I'm right. not sitting here to tell you I don't. But the edibles, I mean, there's there's so much to benefit from that right. because how many people are eating Xanax? I mean, I admit it. Right. So how many people are taking it?
0: It's so damn hard to buy right now. You know, that people are trying to abuse it. Right. So, what are some of your top? If I said, okay, Rick, give me your top three catchphrases that you've used in your career, you know. I'm a woman. I'm every woman's dream. Every man's nightmare. Diamonds are forever. So it's Ric Flair. Styling, profiling, limousine riding, jet fly. That's probably your most famous Ed, one. Yeah. That's probably your most famous one. If you don't like it, you'll learn to love it. Mm-hmm. All women want to be with me. All men want to be like me. Yeah. If you said, okay, they said, okay, Rick, you get three. You got a hundred. Give me your three favorite. I am. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the diamond ring wear. Rolex wear. Limousine riding, private jet flying, kids stealing, wheeling dealing. Woo! Son of a gun, that's
0: having a hard time holding these gators down. Woo! <laughs> that's your number one, number one of all time. That's yeah. it. That's it. So, how did no, you to be the man? To be the man. How did you come up with that?
3: <laughs> I'm trying. I got it off a song about trucking. Some guy was
0: saying he was tr- trucking, and I just. In, in, and you put Rolex yeah, wearing, yeah. private jet flying, limousine yeah. ride, kiss stealing, wheeling dealing.
3: Yeah, well, here's what happened. The private jet thing came around like this. So I was the United States champion. I'm wrestling Blackjack Mulligan. Yep. I'm glad I can. You understand what I'm talking about. Yes, I, I, I Charlotte was sold out, but I'm in Greg Gagne's wedding. Right. Vernon Gagne broke me in. Yeah. So I told George Gagne, I said, I got to have this Saturday. He said, I got him have Saturday off. He said, he, so I chartered a private. So back then, I got a Lear 9 right. to go to Minneapolis, to Minneapolis from Charlotte and back for $2,700. Okay. And now that would be 50 grand. Yeah, yeah but yeah. The $2,700 back then was yeah. a lot of money. Well, yeah, $2,700. And they filmed me, right, <laughs> getting all the plane coming back. And I made it to the Coliseum at 730, and we were sold out. Right. And, uh, and so I started the private jet thing, and then. It just, it just kind of it went from there. Yeah. But that, that basically what I just said, I couldn't disappoint my friend and not be in his wedding. Right. But I had to be back Russell uh, George God said, her, don't make Charlotte, just keep, take the plane to Memphis.
0: Right.
3: Which was like the end of the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's where I was born. Did, uh, did people, did it bother you when people called you cocky? No. Because they were going to come see you regardless. Yeah. So, when you wrestled, you mentioned, like you, uh, and I know Black Jack Mulligan and Sergeant Slaughter and yeah, all those guys, yeah. uh, Baron Bronn Rashke, you know, yeah. like you mentioned, the Anderson brothers. So, if you wrestle Black Jack and Charlotte, you've traveled on down to Savannah and wrestled, wrestled him again? Yeah.
3: Different, different cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had, a, we had the cafe back then. Right. Um, like, and, you know, there was no talking, different locker rooms. There right. Was, you could you could you could get you could get fired for riding with your one of your opponents. Really? Oh yeah. Back then because
0: they the they want because they wanted the appearance that you really didn't like yeah, each other. Yeah,
3: yeah, you know, of course. Yeah. Now they it just accepted and it right. and, and, and doesn't it hasn't hurt the industry. But right. back then the word kayfabe was huge. Right. So um. And the guys were it was a really tough business back then too. I mean the guys were tough guys. Right. There was nobody. Nobody no wanted to lose. You know what I mean? And there was nobody. There was so how, no twenty-five agents to talk about it. It was just two guys.
0: Right. You know? So how did so how did you come? So how did how do you come up with a strategy? Like who's going to be the hero? Who's going to be the heel? Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? How did you guys come up with that? <laughs> well, I think the
3: personalities made the determination on who was going to be the good guy, or the bad guy. And then, to be honest with you, for me, because I just wanted to get along, I said, beat me. I'll just be better than you. Right. I mean, to myself. Right. And I was. Right. So by the time he got through, by the time the match was over, you could be right in the middle of the ring. Everybody's going, I gotta see that guy who's laying on his back. Again. Right. I, was, I went to war with, every night, you know, the deal tape, right. taped right there. And when all else fails, Cut it, yeah, yeah. Just
0: a little nick. You're yeah. already perspiring. Yeah, 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 Blood's gonna be everywhere. Yeah, right. You got the blonde yeah, hair. Yep, yeah,
3: yep. Yeah, yeah. Savannah was bleeding grounds. Man. Yeah, <laughs> oh man. You don't know how many oh. times ta- Thunderbolt Patterson. Thunderbolt, dog, two boy. Ooh. Oh
0: yeah. Remember uh, him? See now you going wet. Now that uh, uh, that's all Georgia championship yeah, wrestling. Yeah, Man, I those, those were the good old days. Thunderbolt man. But you know now they got schools that'll teach you how to wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys have that when you were, or you just learned it on the fly?
3: Well, I went to a wrestling camp, but they they just beat us up. Nobody even taught me from my first match. I never did anything but get beat up for eight weeks by Vern Gagne and tough guys. Right. You know, guys that are amateur wrestlers or, you know, the real good that are in the business, right? Right. Because they wanted wanted you to, they wanted to break you. Right. And if they broke you, then you, you didn't make it. Right. So the objective of them when I broke into business was to break you, or see if you had it. And once you you had it, then they'll then they'll then they'll start helping you. Right. So the different.
0: But now, so did they teach you how to fall? I mean, you do the drop yep. kick and do you yep. fall like this, or when they suplex you and how to you know you do the body You come up the top rope.
3: Yeah. It's all you know, all learn. You learn it by yourself.
0: Right. So. But that's what. But. And people like, okay, okay, it's scripted, but you still have to learn how to fall. You're still falling. Oh, absolutely. And you're falling from 10, 12 and, feet. And some of the mats are just like this. Yeah. I mean, now
3: like WWE is they've got like... but basically even today, it's four by fours, plywood, and are and are like a wrestling mat. Right. You know, this that's all it is. Right.
0: It's hard. But it has to make that sound. Yes, There's sure. a sound that the people that the, yeah. the audience yeah. needs to hear. Yeah. yeah. And it's and it's still to the same to the date to this day. Just like when you wrestle, it's kind of the same.
3: Yeah, well, the rings are much better
0: now. Better? Yeah. So, how do you, I mean, like you said, you're doing it every day. Mm. And some days you're doing it twice yeah. a day. Yeah. Is that why you think some of the guys maybe did the drugs in excess because yeah, of the course. pain? Of course. Of course. And now you know what I noticed? A lot of, of ex football players. Started wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernie Ladd yep. turned into big wrestling. Cat, really good big of mine. Yeah, Chief uh, Wahoo cat. McDaniel yeah, yeah, played with great. the Broncos.
3: He, Wahoo is my mentor man.
0: Yeah. So what is it? What is it about? And we see, you know, a lot of uh, uh, what's the uh, Paul? You know,
3: you know Wahoo. I know you. You know, I'm glad you know all these guys. You know, Wahoo had the state high school rushing record until Billy Sims broke it. Wow. Yeah. Wahoo the two, Wahoo ran a ten flat hundred. Yeah, yeah. He played for the Broncos, and yeah. I didn't. And, could, and the Jets, right, the, the biggest story about Wahoo, when they drafted Namath, every time he made a tackle, yeah, with the Jets, right? Right. They take you played middle linebacker. They said, guess who? And the whole crowd would go, Wahoo! <laughs> and then they drafted Jet Their minute they drafted uh, Joe Namath. Mm-hmm. True story. They traded Wahoo. Wow. I think he ended up with Miami.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so, I, I, I just wanted to ask you this because your name. Either, although it's spelled differently, mm-hmm. it was I think F-L-E-U-R? I- I-E-H-R. I-E-H-H-R. How do you how do they determine a name? Do how do you do you get to keep your real name or do they give you a name? How did that happen? How do you get a name? Well, I want I wanted to be. I went to
3: Vernon Guyner, the guy that wrote me, and I said I want to be Ramblin' Ricky Rhodes. I wanted <laughs> I wanted to be Dusty's brother, right? Okay. And, and Vernon guy looked at me and said. You're crazy. I don't know what you could do. I don't see what you see in him. Right. You know, Dusty and Dick were just funny guys. Right. They just enjoyed life. And uh, he said, you're Ric Flair. That's a cool name. I said, Ric Flair is cool. He said, yeah. And then, you know, and I, I just went by that name. And uh, when I went down to Charlotte, it, would, it just it sounded natural. And it got on. And then um, I was at an autograph signing. It's funny you mentioned that maybe a year ago when Terry Bradshaw was there, mm-hmm. so I know Terry a little bit, right? Yeah. He said, Ric Flair, that's the greatest name in the world. I like Ric Flair. I said, I'm thinking to myself, and I want to call myself Rambler Ricky Rhodes.
0: <laughs> it, it I don't know if you'd have been the same. No. The nature boy, the Ric Flair, the blonde hair. Oh, I, I had my hair curled and everything like <laughs> Dusty. Oh, I, I, you had a curly I, hair like Dusty, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because sure Dusty, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he's, he lived in Marietta, right? He did, yes, yep. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just. No, <laughs> I used no. to love, I mean, I was crazy. I yeah. was, oh no, I love. I like it. I yeah. thought about being a wrestler. I was he, like, man. Yeah. Well, you got the physique do it, man. <laughs> Yeah. They can. All that falling football was tough enough, yeah. and to do that every day yeah. for years and years, and you did it for 50. Yeah.
3: Wait, let me tell you. You wouldn't. You'd be a surprise at the number of football players that could come in and didn't make it, man. Right. Do you remember, you remember the guy, the Mars man, from the uh, played for Oakland um, from. Um, Matusak? Columbus, Georgia. No, no, not Matusak. Um, um black guy. Um
0: Otis is drunk. Otis is drunk. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He, he, he came in the ring one day. He, yeah. Gone. Yeah. And the other guy, Holmes, that uh, played uh with Pittsburgh. Yeah, Ernie Pittsburgh. Holmes
0: Pittsburgh, Ernie Holmes.
3: But with guy, yeah, one day he, he was out there. The guy that was shooting the rifles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was only there one day too. Not because he wasn't he was tough. Right. But he didn't like you know, now, when, when, you know, when you know, you didn't like the wrestling. Now that's, yeah. I mean, but, but they They put, you'll know the name because you like wrestling. They put the, the oldest drunk in a cage match with Mad Dog Vashon. Oh, man. <laughs> man. A mad dog was jumping around.
0: <laughs> he, he was clawing. <laughs> oh. So how do you how do they determine the type of match? Because you got the Texas death match, you got the cage match, you got the bull rope. I remember the bull, you know. Yeah. You, you, you're, you're tied to each I, I, other, yeah. you know. You got the steel cage match.
3: You got so, the Indian strap match, or Wild ripping you with that damn strap. I so how know. do they determine the type of match? That the promoters, a the promotion. Uh, to this day, they, they, they try to figure out something different. Right. To capture the imagination of right. the public.
0: So who, who is your favorite wrestling opponent?
3: Of all time, um, uh, St- Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat, yeah, or, the or, Dragon. Or Sting, who I'm with down here now.
0: Okay. Because Sting had the main event. He had a gym in, 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 uh, yeah. in Atlanta. Sting, main event, yeah.
3: T- yeah. Sting and Luger. Yep, yep. Yep.
0: Um, Partner, who's your favorite partner? Because you've had some partners. You had Greg Valentine. You the Four Horsemen with I think it was you, um, Valentine, Tully Blanchard. Uh, but my favorite partner, uh, it'd be Greg or,
3: or Arn Anderson. I wasn't in a lot of tag matches. We were in those eight man the war games yeah. and all those a little crazy, right? Jesus, <laughs> but it sold out. But right. that Mike Heggs gentleman coming last, right. who was a legitimate badass, right? Right. And we'd be throwing blood on right. Mike and everything. He'd get that tag, man. when he came in, because we're going home, he would kill everybody. <laughs> we, just, we just knew it. Because I mean, the cage is only this high, right? right? There's a ceiling on it, right? You can't crawl out of it, right? Right. So he, he picked up J.J. Dillon on on um, <laughs> Animal Shoulders, which right. is a movie you don't want to do period, but JJ is a manager, right? And Hawk jumped off the top rope and spun A.J. down separated his shoulder. Wow. <laughs> almost.
0: almost. But, so what happens when you have, because obviously guys have had separated shoulders and dislocated elbows yeah. and torn ACLs, yeah. but you're slotted to wrestle 30 minutes, yeah. and that happens 10, you know, 15 minutes. Well,
3: a they used to say make, you know, finish I have, the timeout? No, <laughs> like I've had referees in me. Hayes, like Michael Hayes, the P.S. from the Freebirds, right? Yeah, He's an agent, and he told her a freak because they have earpieces, yep. right? Tell him to, tell him to tough it out. He's Ric Flair. Okay, <laughs> my lip was. What happened is I hit the rope. Right. Came back and whipped me in the face, broke my nose, and that you know. Right. Tough it out, <laughs> right. but now they stopped the matches. They, yeah. Oh, do they? It's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I remember. They, the- they, 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 they're heavy, heavy. Scrutiny and they were of the head shots. Right. No more shares of the head. I right. Mean,
0: the no more no thing. more to the head because You remember they used to sling into the rope and then hit you in the head with
3: Uh Well no, that's true. They real. still do that? To kick the head? Yeah, kick to the head. Yes. Oh sure, yeah. Wow. You just hope you gotta hope the guy knows what he's doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when you when you look back and you look at all the names that you've wrestled from Andre the Giant to, like you said, uh Steamboat and Bobo Brazil and, and Thunderbolt no, Bobo. I remember Bobo a lot. Yeah. yeah. You remember Bobo? I do. Bent, I, Benton Arbor, Michigan. Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah, well, Abby and I were still <laughs> friends. He, I, he, he lost a leg to the diabetes. Diabetes, yeah. Because he used to have a, a, a barbecue spot in, in Tampa. In, in, in Lampa. Atlanta. He got one in Atlanta? No, it was Atlanta. in Atlanta. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah I, I used to travel the Caribbean with Abby a lot. Right. Yeah, Abby would be me and Abby against um, Carlos Colon and Somebody else over there, and uh, you talk about blood, man. I told Puerto Rico, that's all they want is blood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> November is here, and we're in the heart of football season. Basketball and hockey are just getting started. So many games to watch on any game.
4: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Given day, but wouldn't it be better if they were live? The best way to get tickets to any of these games this month is on Game Time, the fastest growing ticket app in the U.S. Game Time is obsessed. With finding ways to help save you money on tickets, you can find exclusive deals and sponsor deals on games and concerts daily. With Zone Deals, you pick the section and Game Time picks the seats for big time savings. And with Game Time Guarantee, you will always get the best price. If you find a ticket in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of it buying tickets at game time, create an account, redeem code Shay Shay for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, download the game time app and enter the code Shay Shay, S-H-A-Y, S-H-A-Y for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. You mentioned you was, you was born in Memphis. How, how many years did you spend in Memphis? Because I know you ended up being in Minnesota. Well, I only spent a month. I'm adopted. Are you okay? Yeah. yeah it's interesting. Is it true that you were stolen? Stolen, yeah. Child traffickers. Yeah. And you ended up being adopted. Mm-hmm. So, how old were you when you you found out that this was your adopted parents and not your biological parents? I think you told me when I was like five. Did you ever seek out your? No. So you don't. So no. you don't know if you have brothers sisters? No, I don't. As as recently, it's funny that uh, what um the
3: guy. How many years ago was that, Wendy? Six. It was six years ago, uh, somebody reached out. Uh, my brother, my last, my, my real name would be Fred Phillips. Right. And uh, my my brother reached out to me. I didn't have any interest. Really? You know, I want to borrow money. You know, you know, <laughs> you know that goes right <laughs> he,
0: he, You yeah. didn't want to borrow, you hey, didn't hey, want to hey, lend hey, him any money, hey, huh?
3: I'll, I'll call Steve Austin and say, Steve, I don't want to borrow any money, just call me back. Right. <laughs> You you mentioned your dad was a doctor. Your Mm. mom was an actress. Mm. Uh, uh, She worked for the, uh, the, she wrote a book called In Search of Audience. Uh And she was a, uh, she she was not an actress, but she um, worked at the. uh, Agency? Sir sir, sir Tyrone Guthrie Theater. Okay. And she was like, um, what would you say? I don't know. Both were very smart. Right. My dad had two doctor degrees. Right. One in uh, theater in English and one in uh, medicine.
0: What type, when you talk about your dad, you, you light up. He was a big influence on you, wasn't he? Yeah.
3: He made me learn how to do everything. Five o'clock, if I'd be five years old downstairs, shovel me out. Because back then, he was OBGYN, right? Right. It, there was, when there was just a woman wanted her doctor. Right. They, they weren't being passed around the, the way it is now, right? right. Where who's on call if you turned out, right? I mean, I, I can't tell you. shovel me out, right? And he wanted to make sure I knew
0: how to work every tool. But he was there. Yeah. We spent a lot of time together. I read where you had a a list. You had an impediment as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had one. Letter was, So did okay.
3: did
0: did kids make fun of you mm-hmm. back then? Um, no, I don't
3: remember. I don't think anybody made fun of me. By my parents made me to a speech therapist and all that. Right. Just so, I, I, I I mean I it's funny like I they did all this stuff you know and I was just I was just so I would I would just like to have fun and like they spent a fortune probably on braces and then I never wore my retainer right I mean, I and it's right there all I do was put the retainer on right but I just it didn't does that make sense so I just I just like to be out having fun
0: did you understand that your upbringing was kind of different than your than your friends in the neighborhood because you had a doctor as a dad? Did you understand that? Or you just looked at it, that's my dad, and I'm a kid, and I just want, like you said, you just wanted to have fun? Yeah, just fun, oh yeah, I don't think anybody, people back then didn't, didn't judge anybody. Right. could be a doctor,
3: a guy, I remember the guy across the street runs worked for Hire's Rupert, if you remember them mm-hmm. years ago. I mean, um, another guy was an architect. I mean, right. the neighborhoods, neighborhoods were family back then. I mean. Right whole different deal now Where everybody's so judgmental of
0: everything i read where you went to boarding school mm-hmm. in, in yep, 13 years right <laughs> so so why why did you why did you, your parents send you to a boarding school because i got in trouble riding a motorcycle around
3: uh well first of all i was trying buy, i got busted trying to buy um alcohol um how old were you i was a uh, 15 but I had, I had, I had a, uh, a leather jacket on, they, like, I was, like I was in college, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, so they arrested me and my dad it was on Father's Day, but they had to come get me. And then um, another time, I, my parents had bought me a, a Honda 50, mm-hmm. and I was riding there innocently around Lake Calhoun in Minneapolis, and they got arrested, and so the, the guy said to my mom and dad, it's military school, Reform school and so they put me in the, way the academy. And back then, ten thousand years a lot of money.
0: Yeah, for yeah, sure.
3: Yeah, back in '60, I started in '64.
0: But when you when you when you think about it, they really loved you, Rick, yes. because they yeah. could have. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I know. Do you do you look back at that time and 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 like wow? This could have went this way, could have went that way, but because of them, it went that way. Um,
3: well, you're asking me. I'm gonna get emotional. Um, I even though even though I didn't do anything that is illegal or mm-hmm. anything bad, I just feel like I was. I didn't do them justice. That make sense. Yeah. Because they were such good people, I was just, just wild, mm-hmm. not bad wild, right? Just, just, and, and I mean, they drank and all that. It was right. like that. But I, I just, you, you never know. I know, like when my when my dad died, it took me a week, not not a week, five days, literally, to go tell my mom my dad died. The health care keeper kept calling me. Mm -hmm. Your mom wants to know your dad is. I said, he's fine, he's fine. The minute I walked in that room and told her that my dad had passed, she looked out the window and she never stopped looking out the window for two years until she died two years later. And she never spoke. Wow. So I don't know what she thought. Interesting that you're asking that. I haven't shared that with a lot of people. Man, I couldn't. Fifty-nine and a half years, they were like
0: this. Then to tell her, even though she lived two years longer, she really died when you told her he had. She, she just looked out the window. Is that why you took you five days? Because you knew the impact it was going to have on her? Oh yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah, listen. So when my parents, they bought a place at a real prestigious retirement community in, in Charlotte. They had okay. moved to Charlotte by then. And uh, when my mom had to go into assisted living, my, my dad was still in the apartment. So my mom would call me and say, your mom wants you to go to find out where your dad is. Well, my dad was up at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> she she couldn't walk to get there, but boy, she didn't like him at the bar drinking at, at seventy eight years old. Right. <clears throat> uh, think about that. Those, those are the funniest stories. Yeah, they were very close. Right. My dad, my mom, and dad would would read a three hundred page book a day apiece. Wow. And, and I mean, well, my dad would just read. Drink his red wine at lunch, and then five Manhattan's and like I remember I bought my dad a bottle of Jack one time, and I said, "Why were you spending money on this?" Or when I bought that, I bought a two million dollar home in Charlotte. <laughs> my, dad, my dad, my mom, my dad I was so proud to show him, right? Right. And my dad walked into the foyer and I had marble floors and everything. He said. Why is this really necessary? said <laughs> is instead of saying this is nice. Yeah, yeah, congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. Son. I mean, it just it's crazy. They were just they were so conservative
0: right. What did you think your father wanted you to become? Did you think he wanted do you think he wanted you to be a doctor or travel along that path? Well, no, let me tell you, this is another true story. So when I told my dad I
3: wanted to be a wrestler, I was moving to um, um to Charlotte, mm-hmm. and I was married at the time my first my first wife, right, mother of my two uh, old, youngest two my oldest kids, um, and uh, I said, "I can borrow four hundred dollars." He said, "No, I'm not going to invest any money in something that's ridiculous." Four
0: hundred dollars.
3: I went to find a guy needed a promoter. I borrowed four hundred dollars. I said, "No, this is when you, this is when you learn, We grow up, and learn how to do it." So I left with uh, no money in your pocket. Oh, how much I, did you buy I, I about 1500 okay and I, and I had like thirty-five hundred or four thousand that i left with with um with uh leslie and uh my my um oldest daughter mm-hmm. and then i got down there and crockett liked me right away and he pulled me aside and said i how's this working out for you i said i love it and he said well here you want some money to move your family down he gave me $10,000. Wow. I went, what's the hell? Are
0: you kidding me? Was yes. the Jim Crockett promotion? Jim Crockett promotion. The best? Yeah, it was. Yeah. But you did get, I mean, out of high school, you were three, if I'm not mistaken, a three sports star? Yeah. Re- you wrestled, played football, yeah, I was champion dragged.
3: wrestling, in two years, played uh, all state in football, and uh, shot for that average.
0: Yeah. You got a scholarship. Play football at the University of Minnesota?
3: No, I got. Where does it happen? I I signed a letter of intent. That's why I'm so loyal to Harbaugh. Okay. Okay. So you're you're old enough to remember, Bump Elliott. Mm-hmm. Bump was the coach. Right. Pete was AD. Okay. So I signed a letter of intent, and then my academic advisor would not write a letter, saying that um. I could I could predict. Right. So I couldn't go to Michigan. Right. So uh, Iowa recruited me, and I went and spent the weekend with Eddie Poldrack. Okay, so then and I love, love that right social part of it, but you know in the summer I went home, and I met met um, a guy at the gym and said well, why don't you look at Minnesota, so I met Mike McGee. Okay, remember Mike right? really yeah. mm-hmm. uh he, he remember he played played at Duke, mm-hmm. but he was eighty in South Carolina, eighty at Southern Cal. I don't know if he's still living or not, but he said and I went and met him and. When I met Marie Warmath was the coach, and right? So I walked on. But then, I, once I said, once I got getting that, cutting that fraternity man, I was,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the booze, the girls, uh, yeah. football yeah. wasn't yeah, nearly as yeah, important.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the booze was great, but the girls were better. <laughs> we were right right next door to the Trydell House. Right. So your first, you wanted to go to the University of Michigan. Yes, that's mm-hmm. why I'm so loyal to Dan, to Jim. Right. And uh, Jim and I've been friends since '89. Right. And John, we're, we're great friends.
0: Right. So what's, when you said, okay, I'm going to be a wrestler, you go all in, you move to Charlotte, and basically you go all in. So what was the training? So, you know, Jim Crockett ended up giving you $10,000 to move your family down, but at that point in time, there's a point of no return. You have crossed the Rubicon. There is no turning back now. No. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is what you've decided I, a, to be.
3: I, I think I'm the only wrestler that I can think of that never moved. They wanted me to move to Atlanta. They wanted me to move to New York. They wanted me to move to Florida. I, I just never did. Now that I live in Florida, I wish I thought <laughs> yeah, I, I loved. I loved him. Right.
0: So basically, you just commuted.
3: Hmm. Wow. wendy has got two places at, at um, Rosemary Beach, Panhandle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She comes to visit me. And stays for a week. She said, "I'm only coming to the fraternity house for a week. Now I'm out of here. Right? <laughs> She's
0: going back to the quiet beach Right? Yeah. So what? So what's a what's? How do you train for wrestling? I mean, do you like you know you bench press, squat, you do cardio? Yeah. What's a wrestling? I mean, obviously you have to wrestle to get you know to understand yeah, yeah. the moves. Uh, how do I train? Yeah. How well, do you train?
3: Well, when I was training, uh, well, I did 500 free squats every day. Okay. And then when I was heavier, I totaled 1640. So I did a 485 bench, 530 squat, and a 600 deadlift. Okay. I, could, I couldn't stand the squat, but I weighed 310 pounds. So even after I broke my back, um, I went down to 180, right, and the plane crash. Right. I never got my bench back over maybe three and a quarter. Right. But, you know, at that point, it just it staying in great shape. Right. The key for my success is I was in better shape. a lot of guys it's hard to go an hour right two hours in one day right when when with ricky morton we did it two hours on saturday two hours on sunday um and we did one so what that nine
0: hours in one week nine hours of wrestling it's a lot (laughs) yes a lot i mean nine hours of car but so how do you you're let's just say you're wrestling ricky steamboat Mm -hmm. How I mean, are you guys? Okay, I'm gonna sling into the rope. So how do you? How do you know? Just call. He trusted me.
3: You got to be it's being a ring general. You know, I'm sure you said to, to you know, I don't know. What, who, I can't remember which quarterback you. Wait, John. But yeah, I'm sure there were times you said, "John, throw it to me, I'll catch it." Right. I know I can beat the guy. Right. It, it's kind of like that. You, they tr- you trust each other. Right. And then, and then you have chemistry, and the chemistry is there. I mean, it's, that's one of the key things you guys talk about. Right. You know, it's like um, I'm watching LeBron last night. I mean, I don't know what in the hell, but the guy is unreal. He is. I think, I think, I think he had 38 points last night. He had 28, he? He had 28 10, 11. He had a and Yeah, he had up 28, yeah. Yeah. But I'm second, watching old. on an airplane flying there. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, Alan Hahn calls him an old man. Right. You know Alan Hahn, right? It's a guy and he gets on Get Up once so on. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Calls him an old man. Mm-hmm. What an insult. I want to jump through the TV and strangle these guys. So you're
0: a LeBron fan, huh? Oh, God, I love him.
3: Are you kidding me? The king?
0: So LeBron, Jordan, I mean, Jordan from North Carolina, had yeah, a place know, in Charlotte. I know, I know Mike real well. Yeah.
3: When, when is that, Michael? Right. You mentioned the playing 6'8"? Yeah. 265 pounds, 6'6", 215. Right. I know, I know he was a, unreal, but what, what record does LeBron need to break to be? This I mean, he may average thirty points a game this year if right. he wants
0: to it. It's it's unreal. Isn't he, it? he, and he don't take time off. No. Nah. Nah. If he if he if he's I mean the thing is he doesn't cheat the game. You know no. when he's out there he's giving you everything he has. Yeah. And for him, if he can't go, you know something is seriously wrong because he really for him to maintain the level yeah. of excellence that he's had yeah. for twenty one years, that's love. That's dedication. Yeah. Well, I was sitting there watching, and if you watch the whole game, i was like, he started out, he just dah da
3: mm-hmm. turned it over a couple of times. It's like it's been doing it to me, it's like he's been doing it so long. Right. And he spends so much time. In my mind, that's the way I perceive it, trying to get other players in. He does? He loves to get the ball yes. to the other guys. Yes. The, when anyone says they're not making the baskets, he doesn't sit on the score. Yeah. You know what? He just scores and wants to. Right. But he, who's going to stop him driving the lane? Not From the outside? Not I mean, right. he, unreal. Not. Pulls up a three point, all of a sudden, see, I guess I'll play that hard. <laughs> right. I don't, well, I don't know how he does it. He's unbelievable. Yeah.